Hello, this is the Three for Thursday podcast from fmi.online and I'm your host, Chris Hewitt. Today's three is what are the three most traded commodities in financial markets? Hi, Ryan. How's it going today? Good morning, Chris. Doing really well out here. How are you doing in London? All good, all good. How are you feeling about today's Three for Thursday? Um, when we did a bit of research into interesting topics, this was one that came up. Um, for me, I think it's quite a, a, an interesting but quite a tricky one. How are you feeling about it? I like this topic. We've talked a little bit before about FX markets. We've talked about equity markets. I'm not sure we've, we've done too many things on the bond markets yet, so that's another one to think about. Have done a little bit of training for some investment banking clients on commodities and commodity markets. So this will be an interesting one. I'm going to say that I'm pretty confident about getting my three from three this week. Okay, well, we shall see. Let's start with the most obvious question. What is a commodity? How would you define a commodity? A commodity really is anything that has value. In the financial markets, we trade certain types of commodities, however. So, for example, something like cobalt is a commodity and it has values, but it's really hard to trade cobalt on the financial markets because there's no real uh, derivative contracts or a spot market that exists for it. So, while a commodity is anything that has value in the financial markets, there is generally a group of commodities which are actively traded. Is it worth just quickly explaining what we mean by uh, a spot market? So a spot market in any context is a buyer and a seller agreeing the terms of the trade today and then exchanging that underlying asset uh, for, uh, immediately. Depending on what kind of underlying asset we're talking about, government bonds, equities, commodities, immediate delivery might be T plus one, which is one day after we agree the terms of the trade, T plus two, T plus three. But generally, the spot market is we are agreeing the terms of the deal today, and then we're delivering it as soon as we can. Okay, so we know what a commodity is. We know how they're classified. Um, In terms of trading, who is actually buying and selling? Who are trading these commodities? A lot of people that are trading commodities actually don't want to take delivery of that commodity tomorrow or in the next day or two, they want to lock in a price for future delivery. And so in the commodity markets, the derivative markets actually are often much more liquid than the underlying spot market. And in the derivative markets, you tend to have three different types of participants. You have speculators. And a speculator is doing what it says on the tin. They are speculating on the price movement of an underlying commodity. And they like using derivatives for that because derivatives give them leverage. And we've talked about leverage before. But also, if I think gold is going to increase in value, rather than going out and buying a whole lot of gold, which costs a lot of money, I have to store it, I have to transport it, I have to get insurance for it. Using a derivative to speculate on gold is much easier. And a derivative could be a forward contract, a futures contract an options contract or a swap contract. Those are our four basic types of derivatives. So speculators are trading or speculating commodities. We have hedges. Now a hedger is somebody that's exposed to a level of risk and they want to use the derivative markets to lessen that exposure. So if you're someone like Nestle, Nestle, the world's largest food manufacturer, they, for example, use cocoa or wheat in their food products 
they're worried that the price of cocoa or wheat are going to go up in the future. So they'll use commodity derivatives to hedge that risk away. Uh, you might be someone like BP extracting crude oil out of the ground and they want to sell it to refiners. They're worried that the price of crude oil is going to go down. <coughs> so they will use the derivative markets to hedge that risk. And finally, after speculators and hedges, you have arbitrages. Arbitrages generally are trying to profit from small price differences in different markets. In the commodity markets, that might be the difference between a derivative contract price and the spot price of the underlying commodity. So those are your three participants in the commodity markets. Okay, well, today's three for Thursday, which is looking at the three most actively traded commodities, is based around future contracts. So mm. one of those that you mentioned, because it was really hard to get a definitive list in terms of the most three traded. Um, we, we're going to go for the, the three most traded based upon the Futures Industry Association. So with that in mind, Ryan, what would be your three most actively traded commodities? Number one, and this is my banker, this is one that I can lock away, is crude oil. Mm -hmm. There's actually quite a lot of different types of crude oil. Different types of crude oil have different types of chemical compositions. But the two global benchmarks that a lot of people would have heard about are West Texas Intermediate, or WTI, and then Brent Oil. And so those are the two global benchmarks. And actually, I think if you separated them out as two different commodities, they would be number one and number two as individual commodities. So mm -hmm. combine them together, I think we'll find that crude oil is number one by quite a long shot. Okay, crude oil number one. What would be your second on that list? The second on the list that I'm going to go for is another energy commodity, and I'm going to go with natural gas. Uh, natural gas, big markets. Uh, we have, obviously, countries in the Middle East like Qatar and Bahrain. Then you've got countries like Russia as well. So in our modern uh, economy, energy commodities are very, very important. That's why crude oil is up there. And so natural gas is my, is my number two in terms of actively traded commodities. Particularly, okay. if we, particularly if we're using futures markets as the as the measure. Yeah, you're, you're right. We're going to use futures as our, our information source, if you like. So crude oil, number one, natural gas, number two. What would be number three on your list, Ryan? Number three on my list gets a little bit more of a speculative punt, I guess. Mm -hmm. I've got a few that I could choose from. I think a couple of the base metals, uh, for example, I think copper's going to be up there. I think soy, uh, soybeans are going to be right up there because it's used in such a wide variety of products. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a bit of a guess and I'm going to go with coffee as my number three. Okay, well, you did a good job, uh, as always. Um, you're very close to getting all three. You got the first one correct, which was indeed crude oil. So based upon the Futures Industry Association, so just looking at futures, crude oil. And if we combine WTI and Brent together, it's by far and away the biggest in that list. Number two was natural gas. Um, the number three you mentioned, but you didn't go for it within, with your answer, was actually soybeans. Okay. Yeah, so that makes a lot of sense. I, I, you did a pretty good job, though. So crude oil, crude oil natural gas, and, and soybeans. And I think some of the others that you mentioned would have been a bit further down the list. Um, I want to emphasize again that 
someone listening to this podcast might might have a different list. I've gone from uh, the source today is the Futures Industry Association, but it really does depend where you get your your information. This is just looking at futures. Yeah. So, Ryan, are, are you pleased with your performance this week? I think you did a pretty good job. Yeah, that's that's not too bad. I think regardless of where you get your source of information, I think the ones the three that I chose. Uh, crude oil, natural gas, and coffee are probably going to be in most people's no, top list of actively traded. Uh-huh. But yeah, it makes sense that things like soy and and um, what was the other one you mentioned? Uh, or the, oh, copper. Uh, other notable mentions are going to be things like gold, silver. Uh, they'll uh-huh. be up right up there as well. Um, so yeah, not too displeased with me this week. Yeah, I think you did, uh, did a good job. So Ryan, thank you as always for your insight. No, thanks, Chris. I hope you have an enjoyable day, the rest of your day in London there. Indeed. And thank you to our listeners. You can continue to support us by rating, reviewing and subscribing to our 3 for Thursday podcast on Spotify and Apple. Finally, have a look at our free resources at fmi.online. See you next Thursday.